Welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Moralia Python Radio. Tonight, we're doing our Keeping Snakes 101, caging to build or not to build. Um, that is the question. <laughs> that is the question. Yes, that is the yes. question. This, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the question that I debate with myself constantly. Um, meanwhile, my snakes are still in in racks. <laughs> They're I'm, like, make up your goddamn mind, dude, one way or the other. Like, Hurry, dude! I'm throwing out of this. Yeah. Either uh, do it or stop feeding me because it, it's not going well. Yeah, it's um. I, so, I unfortunately yeah, we, am being pushed the other direction. Like now, I'm looking at my room going. I'll just build all new shit. It's like that's it's very bad right now. <laughs> so, so we had a question pop up last week, and basically, that I, I think it was it was in reference to the pictures of your cages that you that you just built. Um, yeah. And uh, they they the uh, the guy was saying that he's going through the same thing, and he was wondering mm. if we could do an episode on. It, and I figured, why not? Why not do it since you just built cages, and I'm in the process of either building or not to build. No, you're you're uh, in the process <laughs> of staring at your room and thinking yeah. about it. You're not like there's no wood in your front yard that I know yeah. of. But uh-uh. you know, yeah. <laughs> I I mean, <clears throat> I have built cages in the past, but yes. And um, you have a I, you have a rack that was home built or something like that, right? One of your racks is. Yeah, for a while I built all my racks. Um, yeah. And I, I just built them out of melamine, which is, you know, heavy as hell. And yeah, uh, yeah. It's kind of a pain in the ass. And, you know, it's really not that hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Caging, I mean, basically you're building a box. So it's not like you're, you have to be a master carpenter or anything like that. But I, uh, I would, I, we're, we'll get into it. But I would say that yeah. there's, there are things that I've learned that you need to do properly in order to make the box because you're like, nah, I'll just slap it together. And then you can be underwater <laughs> so goddamn quickly because I made um, PVC cages what was uh-huh. it, two years ago. And uh-huh. the wood cages are so much better than those. It's like, it's, it's, it's uncanny because of certain things that I got and I did differently. So, yeah. okay. Yeah, and since you did build them as well, we'll get into that uh, a little bit yep. and the pros and cons of of that and all that. But um, yeah, so we are—I don't know. Did I talk about this on the show last week? The jungles. I don't know. Hatching yeah, out. Uh, yeah, yeah. You have yeah, the right? lightning okay. lines, right? Yeah. Are <laughs> yeah, the so, doing anything? Have you poked their eggs recently? Well, they're due Saturday, uh, so mm. we'll see. <laughs> Uh, I'm, we I'm had pretty... such a massive thunderstorm roll through here, um, probably about an hour ago. Right. So I don't know if it's on its way to you, <laughs> but it's like it's. <laughs> um, I think like, it. Like, go. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think it it's it's raining here now, so I would imagine it's uh, it's yeah, on the way. Yeah. So, um, but. Uh, before we get into, oh, look at that. Uh, is that Uh-oh. Warren's? Warren did oh, no. stuff. No, I was looking over in the chat and, um. Those are pretty. Oh, do you see it? Yeah, the black cages, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. That's what I imagined my PVC cages would look like. They did not. So it's, um, <laughs> CNC front. See, like a certain things, you know, it, 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 it's hard to be – if you don't have a CNC machine or certain other things, it, it can be a little difficult. But there are ways to get around that stuff. It's just, you know, you can make a very nice cage out of – with some basic tools and some other stuff like that. So also – Lowe's and Hope Depot would do a lot of the work for you. You just have to pay them. So, yeah. 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 So that's what uh, the topic is tonight. But before we get mm. into that, there is so mm-hmm. much going on uh, that I've seen over the week. Um, I guess, uh, did you see the pick from Morelia.nl? Um, I'm not really sure who that is by name, but they took a picture of mm-hmm. a rough scale hatching. Yes. Did you yes. see that? Yes. Just coming out of the egg. So cute. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just put it over in the chat. I thought you would really dig that picture. Of course That's I a do. Cool I pick, mean, man. One day. Next year. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry, um, but like, I won't take pictures. You guys won't even get those. I mean, it's going to be so horrible. <laughs> Be so, I'm gonna be so mean to you people. It's just gonna be like, sorry, <laughs> I guess they're here. No one can have them, you know. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I, I can't wait it's gorgeous. to get them yeah, one it, day. It's one of those things where it's like, can you imagine, you, you know, trying to breed an animal? Like, you once you get the imbricata, that's like a check, right? You have the imbricata. Oh, now, 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 now breed the imbricata. That's like the next check, right? Where it's like when it's yeah. your baby imbricata coming out of your eggs that you produced with the imbricata you thought you were never going to be able to get anyway. I mean, that's like the next level of it. Oh, a hundred percent. Thank you. So. Yeah, I can totally, I can totally understand. Um, which, you know, you know, we were just talking about the gelatins, and I just posted up a pic from uh, that Joanne Payne. Disgusting, yeah. Dude. It is it is white and black, but inside the black, there's like a little bit of color. It oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, people paid money for jaguars that never turned out to look like this. Like that's people like went crazy because they thought that their jag could look kind of like this. Here, this animal is not it's not a morph. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I thought that was a cool pic that she posted up. I guess that's some uh, – well, <clears throat> obviously, uh, over in Australia, they've been selectively breed in that locality for quite a while. And, uh, yeah. you know, um, I'm sure they have <clears throat> quite a bunch of different phenotypes, if you will, all kind of looking that – uh, uh, white and black, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but the ones we saw really weren't that white and black, but still, it just goes to show you what selective breeding will do. Um, well, yeah, sele- you, have, you have, you have some selective breeding in the stock that's in Europe and the United States. You have more selective breeding that's in the stock in Australia, and then the wild stuff, there's apparently no selective breeding because they can't get their act together. They're wild yeah. snakes. What so the hell, it's, man? It's I mean, it's like I don't, 
jackasses. Like, you know, we're trying to make some pretty shit here. Yeah. You know, it's, what the heck? Yeah. I don't know, dude. Um, <laughs> so yeah. And, uh, I'm on this, uh, I'm on this Imbricata kick, and it seems like that been I'm, going I'm, for at least two I'm, weeks. Like, I'm, I'm just—I don't know what it is, man. But every morning I wake everywhere. up, there's some new pictures of Imbricata. Please and, um, stop posting Imbricata pics, people. Like he finds them, and then oh, I, dude. you know, oh god, <laughs> I just... dude. So Brian Bush, um, yeah, which I—he—he's—he's he's a. I think he's out in Western Australia. I'm not sure. A couple times he was on that show on Nat Geo Snake Wranglers. I don't know if you remember that way back in the day, <laughs> but he did a couple documentaries with. Uh, you remember? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he did a couple documentaries, and he he's I, I, he must live, I guess, out in Western Australia. And uh, speaking of Western Australia, me and Rob were talking earlier about the the trip. Uh, next year in Western Australia, it's yeah. <laughs> you know finding imbricata. Um, but uh, it just goes to show. I mean, I'm blown away by the vari- vari- variety uh, of <laughs> how they look. I mean, it's just insane. Yeah. There's and awesome. then there's that one. There's that one in the book um, that I posted up uh, over on our Facebook page uh, the mm-hmm. other day. Which had like I don't know it had like a green hue in the inside you know the one I'm talking about yeah 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 and like s- s- stripes and stuff yeah it, it's it's not yeah. yeah they're so. extremely variable and I have no idea why <laughs> it's like they're I mean <laughs> it's like just looking at them it's like you'd almost think that these were. I mean, going back to Coastals before Jag showed up, everybody had variations of what they were working on. Gray ones, you know, this one's got kind of a stripe thing. This one's got this thing. This has got that. And it all kind of got abandoned when the morphs kind of kicked in. It's like this is a carpet python where morphs haven't touched it yet, and people have just been going nuts with all the different variations and finding this one that has – ton of really bold bands and only breeding it to an animal that has bold bands and then it goes that way and it's kind of right. like what you're doing with ijs and stuff like that but ijs kind of have um different i don't want to say i want to say different because it's not like better color but it's different color and yeah you can kind of do more with that with these guys it's like tons of untapped potential and i'd go nuts with these things and that's unfortunate because i came to that realization and now you're like, Ibricata, Ibricata are awesome. And I'm like, yes, they are. Wait. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. doomed now. <laughs> so it's, yeah, we'll, uh, I'll let you do that. And then I'll jump in later. So, yeah. <clears throat> like so, you today posted, a, you posted a super caramel jag today. Yeah. Yep. I want to know what the hell is all about with him. And, uh, oh, that one? you know. That came, yeah. that came from Nick. Um, okay. That was produced by Nick. And, um, Good. You start edging me out of caramels in PA, you and I are going to have a fight. I mean, like, you know, it's, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, I, the reason that I got that animal, um, yeah. number one, was because I've, I've bred caramels before. Um, yep. And I've done both straight caramels and I've done um, cross caramels. 
but I felt that uh, I wanted a male that I knew was a super. So mm-hmm. that that jag was from uh, super caramel to a super caramel jag, I believe. And uh, nice. So it's no like doubt. guaranteed to be a super. You know, <laughs> there's no questions, yeah. none of that. So those are good, uh, and I mean, yeah. That's why I kind of want to do more. I kind of backed off the super caramel stuff because I was doing the uh, uh, caramel exanic stuff. That's annoyed me, and now I'm going to go back to the super caramel stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting annoyed with that crap. So I'm going to go back that way. So uh, that's why I gotta uh, I gotta call. I talked to Riley. Good, but it's like I gotta I want to do that stuff. But then I realized I have nothing but caramel jacks, and I'm like crap. So it's. But I think super caramels are one of those things where if you get a really, really nice one, it's it's disgusting how cool it looks. And I thought you were going to tell me that thing was a hypo, to be honest with no. you. No. No. Okay. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, it hurt me because I want a hypo. And I don't know why, but it's – I do know why. But um, – Yeah, you know, I, I looking at the hypo um, – mm. And looking at this, you can kind of see um, the difference. Although I have not seen a super hypo in person, I've seen a hypo. Well, I have a pair of hypos. Um, and there's on this that super caramel jag that I posted over on my mm. Facebook page. It's uh, mm. it has like almost no black at all. Like, I, I love think that. It might be like I love maybe that look. Twenty black scales throughout the whole snake. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I just moved uh, my female pos super, and she's a pos super because I haven't proved it, but she looks like it. But I'm not going to call it. Um, I moved her from the rack into a cage. Uh-huh. Uh, like when you do that, it's almost like you can see them in a different light. Yeah. Like they look brighter and they look more intense, and you're like, "Damn, thank God I held on to you." <laughs> like you know, it's yeah. like. In the drawer, I'm like, you're getting kind of dull. I mean, I'm really kind of a little disappointed with your color here. And then, like, you put it in the cage, and you're like, never mind. But it's like, there's there's that. So, uh, you know, it's I would see where the overlap comes in, where a super caramel is close to a hypo, and then I want to see the super hypos. Like, I, I want to see a super caramel sitting next to a super hypo. And I know those pictures are everywhere, but I want to see it, like, in front of me, preferably in Warminster PA where I can like sit there and stare at it and I won't be rushed and have to leave. Um, and I can just take one with me. So yeah. Um, if, man, if I'm lucky, I should have a shot at producing some hypos this coming season, 2020. Um, my God, which would be, which would be pretty sweet. No, um, it's bad. I don't have space. <laughs> I'm gonna go hypo <laughs> hypo to Tiger Jag. Um Balin Tiger Jag um to hypo. I just wanna see but well really I wanna get a tiger, a hypo mm-hmm. tiger. Say that, the problem um, is you and I you and I think too alike on this question. Like you and I I think would be because you did you would you just are saying what you would do the exact same thing I would do. Because you're going to get hypo jags, you're going to get hypos, and you're potentially getting hypo tigers. And it's like, 
the hypo tigers to where I'd like, I'd want to sneak that one out. Like I'd let everybody fight over the hypo jags cause people like a jag, but the hypo yeah. tigers, the ones I sneak out back, like, you know, that yeah. these are mine. <laughs> it's like, yeah. so yeah, that's, I agree with you completely. Um, and, and I think, I think that the, you know, especially with the tiger jag that I have from, from Balin, it's uh Jade very, and she's like yeah. high yellow and beautiful, too, mm-hmm. beautiful thing, you know? Um, so, mm-hmm. Um, she got a nice ball back, which you know translates well. Um, it does. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> basis for half my shit. It's like you know, I, it's it. It worked well with caramels, right? So I would so imagine far. that it would <laughs> yeah. that it would work well with no uh, hypos. So, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm 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 excited about that uh, for sure. And of course, I'll cool. probably uh, I'll probably. The goal is I was going to try to do three pairings, mm. you know. Mm. The first one would be to do the tiger jag. That's the main right. one. The next one would be to breed to my female exanic, Um mm. to try to go the route of <laughs> um, pure ghost. Pure, yeah, true, true, true ghost, ghost, if you will. True ghost. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the last one I would probably Frankenstein up and put her – Put him to a caramel zebra female and see what happens. I now you've lost me. You <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So that's the plan. You know, we'll see what happens. At least the first two would be uh would be hopeful. Uh if yeah. we can hit those, that would be that would be pretty sweet. Um, and I'm not sure if we actually because I think she laid on Wednesday, but you and I have a clutch of eggs in my incubator. So yeah. like, you know, it's uh um we got uh the stonewashed male you gave me bred to my proven female. So we got uh twenty two eggs sitting in the incubator, which I forgot nice. what a healthy, good egg, viable egg looks like. I mean, it's like, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so bad this year. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, so but, now your season is officially done? My season officially ended today with yet another slug clutch from my other female <laughs> So um I'm done. We have thirty babies and okay. seven seventy two slugs. Seventy two slugs? What do you think what are you chalking that up to? Slugs. I'm chalking it up to I Either bad, either bad temps or don't know, but um, it would worst season of my life. But well, let me, let's put it this way: I've produced less babies, but I had less females going. So it's been a bad year, but you know, any year you're walking out with thirty something babies, it's probably all right. You just got to deal. Yeah, man. But, yeah. I, I bred coastals, so I have once again for ten years straight bred coastal carpet pythons. So it's there you a, go, you man. Keep streak alive. That's, that's your wheelhouse. So there you go. <laughs> Old, reliable, but yeah, it's like you know. But no, next is always next year. You just got to redo and stuff like that. So yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah. So some cool things are starting to hatch out. All over the place. Um, yeah. Psychotic Exotics produced a snow zebra. Did you see that? I did not. You did not. Is it okay? Is, is it like mostly look white? Because I imagine the snow, it's going to take some time for the color to come in. Plus, 
I've seen your albino zebras and how you want to pull your hair out trying to figure out what the hell we're looking at. It's yeah. like, yeah. Was that you had albino yeah. zebras and albino zebra jags, right? Yeah, I did. And uh, this just looks lighter. It doesn't have the contrast. It looks almost like, uh, you know, we always debated whether or not. Uh, no, you know, I can actually that, see it. That the snow was going to be uh, white. Mm. Um, you know, but apparently it's not. So, which is kind of cool because cool you can kind of see the pat. Yeah, but that's a baby. I mean, show me it again in, let's say, three months, four months. Let it shed and develop some color, and then we'll see. Yeah, I think uh, I I may actually – no, that's a super ghost. So there was a Mm -hmm. cool picture from – I think his name is Rajiv – Piera, um, but he he got this. Uh, he's in Australia, and he got this. Um, I guess he must have picked it up from Wayne and Deb Larks. Um, okay, but it is a super ghost jag. So you have my attention. Yeah. <laughs> so this is um, where things could go for that project. Load, load damn you! Holy shit! Pretty crazy, right? Well, yeah, it's like it's like having a super caramel, but the back color is like white, white with like a little <laughs> bit of gray. That, that, yeah, it's it's white with a little bit of a couple of flecks of black. That's insane. Yeah, yeah it's so pretty. <laughs> so that's the kind of animal where it's like, oh no, it has black tipping. It's like it makes it look better. It's like where. <laughs> That's the yeah. animal you want the black tipping to show up because it makes it look cooler. Where you know a, a jungle sees a black tipping and a yellow, and they're like, it's worthless. So you know, it's I don't know that that that's awesome, and I can't wait to see that kind of stuff. And that's pure coastal. Yes, or could be pure. That or could be pure no, coastal. that is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I think good. no. You should you should do ghosts. You should definitely do ghosts. Do pure <laughs> coastal ghosts. Do that. Do that for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. I gotta get rid of these um, stupid jungles. So it's. Um... Yeah. Right. <laughs> They're gone. Um, get out of here, cool you. Thing, so you know, obviously, always when um, we're, uh, you know. In this time of year, things are hatching out. Mm. Everybody's got clutches, pipping and all. And and Australia is going into, um, you know, their breeding season. So you see kind mm-hmm. of what their pairings and are. But um, so, I'm sorry, I'm circling back to Imbricata, but I got to share this with everybody because <laughs> I was I was looking real quick if I already shared it, and I shared it with you guys, but I did not share yep. it in the chat. Right, but. Yeah, I don't know. But the other thing is that it kind of freaks me out because I'll I'll be scrolling through stuff and all of a sudden I'll see these two snakes locked and they're like, looks promising. I'm like, who's breeding this late in the year? I'm like, what's wrong? Oh, wait, never mind. They're in Australia. So it's like, you know, every once in a while I get faked out like that. So, um, but it is cool to kind of have that reversal because you can kind of see where it's almost like we should be going towards these projects and I I can't wait to get there. So it's going to take some time. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we have this 
there was this guy, uh, his name is mm-hmm. Alan Fisher, and I did contact him. Mm-hmm. And I talked to him for a little bit. And um, <laughs> mm-hmm. he, because I actually was trying to get him on the show. Um, okay. And uh, I was, uh, <laughs> I so couldn't cool. believe these <laughs> things, man. <laughs> so, uh, it's like a clown ball python. Stop. <laughs> it's what I was it looks thinking like. That. I was thinking that. I didn't want anybody to say it. It's like, I, I agree. Dude, and it's like, I'm at, the problem is, is that, all right, all right. This animal is born in America. Let's say this animal was born in America. What happens now? Don't even say it's in Bricotta. Let's say this was just a close little clutch. What happens? What 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 I do? No, I mean like I, I, if somebody produced this thing in America, the first thing that happens is now all of a sudden people are totally like it's a morph. We're gonna breed it to this. We're gonna breed it to that. They go absolutely bonkers about it. Things not even like old enough yet. It's like yeah. So but but like this like this is just straight imbricata to imbricata. Like this thing just. That's insane to happen there, and there could be something genetic going on there, but it's yeah. just like that's nuts. Yeah, it's really crazy, man. <clears throat> I don't know, but whatever it is, it's badass. And uh, if I if I makes... produced it, I'd send it to Nick because I don't know what to do with it, and I wouldn't I wouldn't trust myself to kill it. So yeah. Very well, very well. Mm-hmm. You're sending your imbricata. <laughs> you're sending your fake imbricata. I'm sending my, to Nick. my fake imbricata to Nick. Yep, <laughs> Back that's to the thing. guy that you you Back to the guy who podcast yep. every week. Oh yeah, no, that, that just happened. At every yep, that yet. just that just happened. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Sorry. Moving on. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> but uh, and then the the last cool thing that I saw hatch out was uh, yep. Crystal Lemmy actually hatched out these really. Same thing, really super reduced uh, IJs, and I believe it's from an animal that stems from Hannibal. Uh, and if people don't know who Hannibal is, Hannibal was Shame an on IJ, you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that uh, Anthony Caponetto worked with forever. Tried to recreate the look. He kind of had like a, it's kind of silvery. What you call that? Yeah, kind of silver look to he was it. Kinda, Not really exotic, but silver. Yeah. He had that rust color still on the side, but he definitely had a silvery, more of a grayish look. I mean, it was it was, it was cool. I mean, um, hmm. off to the. Uh, I'm gonna have to say you have him. Yeah, I know you have, have him. I have a picture of him somewhere. <laughs> Just get the picture, all right? It's like you know, I don't know why we're playing with this. It's like I know you have it. I know you yeah. probably have a database where you can just search famous IJs and it'll come up. Not Oddly yet. Enough. I'm sorry. Oddly enough, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, uh, that is a reality. <laughs> I don't um, know why you're personally attacking me here. All right, well. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's Hannibal. So. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, and he sort of patched out um, uh, something with a similar head stamp. It's really. Did you see those? They're, they're super reduced pattern. Do, have you seen him? No, Crystal Lemmy doesn't send me anything unless it has something to do with a certain creature that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> 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 uh, 
that is that, that is true. Send, I forgot. He doesn't send he doesn't send me snake news. He sends me other things, and we're not to discuss that. But you know, um, uh, I was going to ask you: Do you have Hannibal line animals? Correct. I I say this knowing full well you probably do. Uh, yeah, from actually from Chris. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to say, is this something you would want to get? Like, are you getting in on this? If they're really reduced IJs with good bloodlines, are you like, well, chomping at yeah, the bit me, here? No, well, me and Chris were we talked about it, and I actually, honestly, I didn't even ask him, and the reason was is because, um, I I figured he was holding them back, you know, so I didn't even go uh, down that, that rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. But you know, he said that people are sort of asking already. But he said, "I'll just uh, sell it to you and Nick." It's really pretty much what he said. So, well, um, it's you know, dude, it's like I, I posted a picture up of the bread lie on the eggs, and people are like, "When do you think you're gonna be selling them?" I'm like, "When they hatch." It's like you gotta give me a little bit of time here. It's like they're yeah. they're eggs right now. So it's just one of those things where some people are just they, they they've been waiting and they want to make sure they're front line so yeah yeah so is that what it is is that the, is yeah, that the little guy that's one of them yep see how the is very bald back that very tiger very jag. Nice. yeah yeah tiger jag-esque you know well i'll get them and i'll start an ij breeding project <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it'd be a waste of cage space. Anyway, so um, yeah, or <laughs> just be a waste of a good project. So, yeah, but so, no, those are cool. So yeah, I mean that's the highlights of what I've seen this week of stuff hatching out and everything. But uh, you know, uh, it's cool, cool. You got some bread lies eggs going, yes. and um, and I can't wait for my gelatins to hatch out. And uh, yeah, and so I'm pretty happy Super. with just having two clutches man i gotta be yeah. honest like i was oh, thinking about good. that the other day you know it's a small season but it's a cool season <laughs> it's like you know yeah. het stone washes is all right i'll i'll ride that one and then you got two really good clutches of jungles so why not hell yeah, yeah. um all right so let's get into uh let's get into some cage building and uh cool talk about uh how you uh well, what made you decide to go? <laughs> what made you decide to get? So you did PVC in the past, yes, right. Um, and... I, yeah, I totally did. My entire room was PVC caging um, from uh, Evolution or uh, Reptile Evolution or Evolution Reptile. I keep getting okay. confused. They're based out of Maryland. Um, I, I contacted the guy because he was pretty close. He built the cages the way I wanted to build them, and I was able to go pick them up. And that's fine. Um, okay. And I was under the impression at that time that PVC was the only way to go if you were going to have it done, if you're going to be professional and have cages that last forever. And right. this was it. And if you went any other direction, it was going to be sloppy. And I had melamine cages at the time, and they were, like you said, they were heavy as shit because they were like, was it inch and a half thick melamine or something like that? And if there was a, a crack in it anywhere, the uh, the particle board in between would just soak up fluid like a sponge and puff out and crack and it would disintegrate. Yeah, it was crap. 
Like sure. it was the worst building material you could ever think to build an animal cage out of. And that's what people were using at the time because at some point somewhere wood was a bad idea. So I spent way more money than I ever should have uh, to get the number of PVC cages that I got because at the time I was, you know, fresh out of college and it was, I think we talked to Steven Tillis at one point where he was like, you kind of have to tell people that you don't have to do all the things that people have been telling you, you have to do to be a successful snake breeder. You don't Uh have to buy all the really expensive cages. You have to buy all this stuff. You don't have to waste, you know, $12,000 to refit your room. It's like, you can have success other ways. And, uh, I kind of wish he had had that conversation with me a couple of years before. So, um, (laughs) but, but so I got it and we put them all up and they're great cages. I love the PVC black cages. And, um, I have, and I've used those cages for everything. Um, but I have animals that are now getting to, cause I, I, I got those PVC cages and I designed the room around carpet pythons. And then I got other shit, <laughs> you know, that is bigger than carpet pythons and need a little bit more space. And I kind of felt bad shoving an olive python in a forefoot. It's like, all right, need to get something bigger. Um, so I managed to get sheets of PVC uh, from a supplier out here uh, to build cages for my olive pythons a couple years ago. Right. And that was a disaster because I didn't have a table saw. I didn't have a CNC machine. I didn't have anything else you could think about. So it was very difficult to get that stuff going. Plus, I was building them by myself. Um, so when it came time to, I got the olives, the Timors and the white lips and I got the retics and I wanted to give them bigger cages. I'm like, I don't really want to build that plastic anymore. I might as well just buy them. Cause I was talking to KJ and, um, KJ is like, Hey, I just bought six footers. Just spend the money. You'll be happy with them. I'm like, yeah, okay. Right. So I started looking into it. Um, do you have any idea what a six foot by two foot? I'm sorry. It's a 72 by 24 by 24 costs. Uh, I would say it's probably at least it's gotta be 500. You're close. It's 440. That's the cheapest right. one. And that's animal plastics. And that's not so, with shipping, right? It's not with shipping. And that's not with that. You'll order it now and it'll be there. Eventually. <laughs> so, so, yeah. That's the thing. So I designed the wood cages. I, I really wanted those those specs. I wanted 72, 24 by 24. That's called right. a T20. Right. Um, and I needed 10 of them. And you can kind of do the math there. It would have cost me about four grand to do the 10 cages. Right. And I'm like, eh. That don't eh. and I talked to um, Chris Foley and he's like, dude, just build them out of wood. And I'm like, I don't wanna. And then I talked to a few other people, and then I'm like, you know what? I know there's a guy out there that's had success with wood cages. I'm like, so I sent him a bunch of messages, and Keith immediately jumped on it and helped me design it. 
helped me do the specs, told me what I would need if I wanted to do sliding glass, what I was going to need if I wanted to do drop down doors. And then he told me what sealant he uses. And out of all the questions I've been asked about these cages, what I use to seal them is what I've been asked by freaking everybody. Like everyone wants to know that. So it's just, it's, that's just what we ended up doing. So after talking with Keith, he and I did it up and he said, it's probably going to cost me close to maybe 200 bucks a cage. Right. And I'm like done sold like that. Perfect. So um, basically I could get the amount of cages that I wanted to get built to the specs that I wanted to build them for half the price. Right. I just have to, you know, waste a couple <laughs> nights after work building stuff. And I had like, you know, it, it was, was not easy. So uh, I'll post up real quick. Cause I do have um, the pictures of Keith's um, original stuff here. Um, of the, this is the, uh, design he drew up for me and you know everyone who want, who looks at this now has to give me five dollars so well you're going to post it over in the chat yeah you all owe, now owe me five dollars anyway but um so i threw those those are up there that's his specs and what he decided to build them out of i uh he goes with what's he say he does birch um i went with pine and this is, again, like way back when I was told that pine is like toxic to reptiles, that if it gets wet, it leaches arsenic and stuff like that. And it's like, that's kind of true. It's what they used to do with pressure treating wood. So at one point, yeah, but not really anymore. So also a sealed cage apparently lasts forever. Um, so I ended up doing that. So I went to Lowe's and... Uh, the Lowe's near my house has what's called an inverted table saw where if you buy a board and you pay them like, I think a, not even a buck, they will cut the boards to your specifications. And I gave them all the specs and they cut all the wood that I needed. And then it went to simple, just putting everything together. I did spend some money on a bunch of clamps which I think is something very important because you want to make sure that all your corners are square and okay. uh, I, and a bunch of wood glue and stuff like that. So here's a bunch of pictures of like mid construction. You can see them kind of coming together. And then I used the original plan was to have completely open front glass. And I did the initial quote for the glass and it was going to cost me, Oh, double what I paid for the wood. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> less, less glass. So it was, um, and I would definitely recommend if you're going to be building wood cages, you know, you bought the board and after they're done cutting it, take all the scraps with you. Cause you never know what you're going to need and what this could totally work out with. So I took, cause just the way that the, uh, you needed three boards to build one cage just because that's how you had to do it. So, I ended up taking all the extra, there was a bunch of extra side panels and I ended up taking all of them just because, and they became uh, the front supports because I cut them in half and I used that and that cut down on the amount of glass I needed. But the good thing about places like Lowe's and Home Depot, if you buy boards, 
of a certain wood type, they usually have two by fours right underneath it that are the same type of wood. So I bought all these pine boards and right underneath that were pine two by fours. So I got everything I needed right then and there and then uh, was able to get it all done. So the end of the day, the wood cost me about 600 bucks. Um, and that was just the first hurdle and then getting the clamps and stuff. If you already have all this stuff, you know, you're in business. If you need them, I would say definitely getting one that is a, uh, a, I have a clamp that's for just for corners. It's just for getting stuff square in corners. Cost me 50 bucks. It was the best 50 bucks I spent during this whole project because it got all the corners where they needed to be. The only thing I wish I had was a belt sander because then I can make everything look like really smooth and pretty. But after like like three weeks of this stuff, I was just like, I don't care. Like, Oh no, it's a little wobbly over here. It doesn't, it's not perfectly flat. I don't, I, whatever. So it was just kind of that way. But um, I had a bunch of concerns of the stuff I was going to try to do or I needed to do. And I just thought of different inventive ways of doing it. So, yeah. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so really the reason that you went that route is just, you know, you're just trying to do it financial reasons. It is. Uh, I mean, like, you know, let's put it this way, dude, would I much rather have just pushed a button, spent the money and sat on my butt and waited for my cages? Hell yes. <laughs> it's like, you know, but I, I needed to get this. And also I'm really beginning to see the appeal of um uh you know you building it out and getting it to the point where you you getting the specs the way you want them you know taking up every single inch like Matt we talk about Matt's room and how his cages go like to the ceiling to the floor into every single corner he'll have things designed to like every single nook and i love that because it's like every single space is used and in my room i have like two by fours and stuff like that blocking from like the cage to the wall because I don't want a snake getting behind the cages. And all I can think about is like, if only I had a cage that was like just a little bit longer, I wouldn't need anything. Cause then I could take an extra, there'd be an extra like three or four inches inside um, this for the snake to use. And that's, you know, what I've been thinking about since I built these is like, redoing my room it's like i wish i could totally like i wish i could go every single inch so yeah so these six foot cages what are you putting in them again i know your retics are in there olives uh my one retic is in there because the other two are too small um the olives are in there um and the timors are in there gotcha okay Mm -hmm. okay so, all right. So there were a few things that I was worried about, um, and one of that was ventilation. Okay. And um, what I the way I figured that one out is uh, there are these companies that sell uh, vent covers for um, battery packs or batteries in RVs because I wanted to make sure there was enough ventilation, but I'm trying to think like, what can I put in there? The snake's not going to like rub on and like cheese grate its face and stuff like that. And I couldn't figure it out, but, um, 
there are these things, and this is what I got. I'll send that over in the thing. It's a vent cover for a battery pack for an RV. I took a drill bit that was the same diameter of that circular part, drilled the hole in the cage, and then mounted those onto the cover the hole. Um, so it gives ventilation, and the snake can't really, you know, hurt itself. And they work out great. I put about four of them in each cage, and they're about a buck fifty each. So, um, so, so where far, did you put those? Sides, back, uh, top, uh, on the back, up near the top. Yep. Okay. Um, and that worked out well, uh, and it got great ventilation. And obviously, you know, it's going okay. I haven't seen like none of the glasses are getting fogged up or anything like that. Uh, I did also get um, the tracks that you can get uh, for glass. I got um, one fourth inch. Uh, tracks and that was about 75 bucks for all the ones that I needed um, I did get six foot tracks even though I didn't end up needing them because of how I'd redesigned the cages so I was a little pissed off about that but you know what are you going to do um, and uh, but I did opt for one eighth inch glass because it's cheaper and it's we're not put like if I was putting monitors in these cage I would say you need the full, you know, one fourth with, you know, it needs to be super sturdy glass because they'll hit it and you don't want to go flying out of the cage. These are just snakes. I mean, they can't <laughs> knock it out. Um, <laughs> it's not a pop one python. <laughs> it's not a pop one python. You know, none of these guys seem like they're going to go nuts. And uh, um, I actually measured the glass. I was off by like. I was like a, like fractions. I was off by fractions. So I had to take the top track off and then put the glass in the tracks and then reattach the top track. So those, the, the glass can't even come out anymore. So that's just going to be how that has to go now. <laughs> so, uh, cause, cause it's much easier than getting the glass recut um, where that was uh, another thing all into its own. But uh, the, other thing that was kind of, it was, and that was what was kind of amazing me is that people are talking about, you know, it's these things are, you, you got to careful about what would, you got to careful about what you do. It's like, well, I was talking to you before the show. It's like, we don't see a bunch of dead snakes around a pine tree because they touched it. It's like, it's wood. It's not going to kill them. It's, I have to make sure that they don't kill the wood because they're dirty animals. Like, you know, it's right. different stuff like that. So I had to do, uh, Keith was talking about a certain type of sealant and it was, it's a water-based sealant. And he told me that's the one to use. And I think I bought probably about 200 bucks worth of this thing. It's 50 bucks a can, but it's fantastic. And I did five coats inside, and I did three coats on the outside. It's the Minwax water-based um, polyacrylic protective finish. Um, they have a bunch of different types. There's like clear and clear gloss or clear satin. I don't think it matters too much about what kind. You just have to make sure right. it's the water-based one. Um, and it wasn't even that bad. Like I was worried about fumigate, like fumes and stuff of that, and all the windows open and stuff of that. It wasn't even that right. bad. Um, and I painted 
the inside, like I said, five coats. And it's like when you put your hand on it, like right before I coated these things, <laughs> touching them, it was wood. Now I touch it, it feels like plastic. It's like it feels like there is about like an inch of plastic. So I laid this stuff on thick too in certain areas. Um, I also used silicone um, caulk to do all the corners and joints like that before I sealed everything just because I was definitely afraid of leaks and dirt getting out or water or mud. But yeah, so they've been great so far. The only thing that I did wrong is I stacked them all on top of each other and then I painted them and sealed them. Um, Uh And I didn't let them dry independently. Oh boy. Oh boy. So now (laughs) they are, they are stacks now. They are, they are one unit because they are, they are stuck together. Um, I never can move. <laughs> so it's just going to have to be. Or if I do, my friends, which unfortunately you are included in that, are going to have a fun time helping me get these cages out. So, oh, boy, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. If, you, if you move to Florida, man, forget it. <laughs> no, it didn't happen. No, 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 dude. But, but that's the other thing is that I was shocked about this because I built these things. And, you know, it's just me. So I'm like, dude, I'm like laying in these cages, caulking up corners. I'm moving them. I'm twisting them. I'm dragging them across the room. And all I can think about is that this is not like I'm not going to be able to do all this stuff. But surprisingly, because they're made of wood, they were really light, like probably about as light as you would think a PVC cages. Really? You know, it may be maybe not as light, but the same kind of like. Uh, you know, you can't move a six foot cage without knock, knocking into walls. Like, you know, right. it wasn't it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. Um, if these had been made out of melamine in the old days, I, I'd have been like, you know, you'd come over and find my body after I broke my spine trying to lift one. You know, right. it's it's just the way it is. So this has been fantastic. And right now I have the animals all in there and it's so cool. Um because like I, I finally got everything set. I, I I ordered all the heat panels and the computer system, which was another you know uh, nice chunk of change. And I was kind of feeling a little down after I did that because I'm like, ah, you know, I'm kind of close to where I would have been if I just bought the cages. But then I'm like, but I would have had to buy the heat panels and the computer system anyway. So I'm still nowhere near where I would have been. So I'm about halfway. So it would have cost me about 4,000, not including shipping. Um, and I still would have had to wait and then spend the money on the computers and the heat panels where right now I'm about halfway and I'm done. I've spent all the money, everything set animals are in cages. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, um, are you, what are you using for lighting? Are you, that's, that's what I've been debating about right now because I was sitting here going like, Hey, I don't need lights. I don't have lights in the other ones. And then I'm walking around in there. I'm like, this room is not as well lit as the other one. So, um, I was over at Matt's house after I, I saw you and I picked up my chairs, um, <laughs> from carpet fest. Cause I, I like to leave <laughs> yeah. things at your house. So you remember me like, you know, you look uh-huh. out and you're like, no, and <laughs> no. <laughs> like, you know, it's, oh, and, oh, and, <laughs> Like you know, um, yeah. Uh, so I went over to his place, and he has these LEDs, tiny little LEDs that are connected on these like little wires in his chondro cages. 
And I'm like, those are kind of cool. He goes, well, Zach had a video on that and how to do them. And I'm like, shit, I got to find that video. And I'm like, I'll wait. I'll talk to Eric. And then I forgot last week. So it's like, (laughs) um, now I'm like, Eric, send me the video. (laughs) It's like, you know, I need to figure that out. Um, Yeah, I mean, I actually, I can find that pretty quick. Um, I don't know. I figure if that or Zach will or somebody else who hears my voice right now who knows what the hell they're talking about, please contact me. Help me before I electrocute myself to death. It's in the uh, video um, that he... You're setting up that plastic thing, right? I'm going to share it now um, over in the chat uh, unless somebody beat me to it. So, yeah, I think... Josh had sent me those that he just posted up and nice. Uh, why is that not coming up? I don't know. Matt Wells. But who the hell's Matt Wells? <laughs> but it's, um, but the, I don't know. The one thing I'm worried about is that it's really scary to go into a wood cage that you've given this animal so much room to hide in. And it's like, all right. And of course I do the dumb thing all the time where I'm like, it's a little bit above my head. That's great. And I'm like, and I put the Timors above my head. That was the, that was the mistake. So it, it'd be nice to see them. Um, no, get out of here. <laughs> I can hear Zach. <laughs> oh, you heard him? <laughs> yeah, I heard him. <laughs> so it, but yeah, that, that's what I was looking for. So I was going to try to run, you know, I don't want, I don't think I'm going to go crazy. Cause that's the other thing is I don't want the light. I don't want to put lights in there that will, you know, go nuts and mess up with the heat. Um, so I figured just maybe a couple LEDs all strung together where I can put them on a timer. That'd be fine to me. So that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, I also have a window, um, which I've never had in a snake room before. Um, all my snake rooms have been below ground in corners where I hide. <laughs> yeah, dungeons, right? <laughs> dungeons where there's no light whatsoever except the artificial light that I give them. Um, so I have a window now. And I'm like, all right, well, let's see how this goes. When I have to admit to you that you've been correct about something, (laughs) that I've been been giving you such bullshit for for years, it is absolutely horrible. And I Uh, hope you know that I hate it. uh, Yes. What was that? Okay. (laughs) Every morning I go to... Every morning I go downstairs because the one light in the side room where I keep all the, the colubrids, I have to turn on the light. So it's just, you know, I do a, a once over of all the snakes just walking around looking. And if there's somebody I know who might be laying eggs, I check on them and then I turn on the light and I leave. Well, every day now I walk past the, um, uh, I walk past the, the, the snakes as the sun's coming up, the snakes that are all in the, the bar area. Right, and, you know that anyone that that sunlight hits like right on, yeah, they're up, they're out, they're on top of their box, they're looking at the sun, they're just kind of soaking it all in, and then yep. when I come home from work and the sun has moved past the window, they're gone. How about that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. and it just <laughs> makes me wonder. What will they do when the full moon hits them coming through the window? <laughs> they will not do nothing. <laughs> they, they will not hide. do nothing. Nothing. Correct. They'll stare at it. 
But it also is well out here are the olives, the Timors, uh, white lips, um, stuff like that. So come winter time, this will be a room that gets a little bit colder. This will be a room that I kind of let go a little bit more. And what, what is looking out? What is that window going to help me with? You know, if they see that there's a snowstorm or something like that, or if they see bad weather coming, is that going to help with that? Um, so it's all this kind of stuff that I really am interested to see what happens. Um, I also went with uh, different heat panels than I went with previously because I was unhappy with the last time I bought the heat panels from the same company. So uh tried something a little bit different. I went with the infrared heat panels. Um, and, infrared? Hmm. Yeah, or whatever they are, the, the white ones. Um, that They said infrared. It could be wrong. But um, which, which, which company? The Bean Farm actually sent them to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, they're nice. I like them. They're pretty right. big and are they're for the size that I got, they heat the cages really, really well. And okay. I thought I was actually going a little <laughs> bit too small. Like I was worried I was going to be in a little bit of trouble here, but they do a great job. So, um, that was awesome. And I kind of picked them because they also are a retailer for spider. And that's where I also got the herb stat that I'm using to run the cages too. So, okay. um, cause I needed another six, right. Another six, <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's, um, it was cool. And I decided to do, uh, substrate, um, on everybody. And I started to do the, uh, God, um, bio substrate. So, um, so you're going bioactive. Yeah. Okay. I don't like cleaning Timors, dude. It it really, really sucks. They're horrible animals. Um, so I would really like to have some help for cleaning them. Um, so I just went with straight up dirt. And, you know, dude, you have any idea how nervous I was pouring dirt into these beautiful wood cages that I just built? Oh, my God. <laughs> like I, I almost feel like the, the, the dirt was going to hit it, and it was just going to be like, man, crumble. Like, it was just going to disintegrate. Like, the dirt was just going to pass through it like it was some sort of uranium or rod and it's fine so far it's great um i put wood and then i went and i got um just organic garden soil is what they call it 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 can't even go get dirt anymore okay dude it's like you walk into lowe's and i'm like i would like organic dirt and they're like what kind of dirt garden dirt potting soil dirt dirt for a window plant i'm like i hate you and everything that you (laughs) are just give me dirt and so, yeah, I went straight there. Uh, you have to go through certain bags and all of this stuff because there's a bunch of companies out there that have a tons of different chemicals. Um, look for anything that's straight up organic garden dirt. Um, and that's what I got. Uh, I also went into the back where they have the organic mulches. Um, and that's pine bark, uh, cedar, and a few other types of wood where they pretty much just took a tree, put it in a wood chipper, and then bagged it. And um, I was kind of hesitant about that because I'm like, hey, I can't do this. I have to wait till the next reptile show where I can buy my cedar bark shaving. Wait, what? It's 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 a damn tree. It's wood. Like it's so I just bought um, the cedar because it smells nice. And right. so far, nobody's really had any problems with that. Um, and I used uh, I had those, and then I have Joe 
sent me a bunch of springtails. So I put a bunch of them in the substrate. And then there are a ton of companies. Did you know people keep isopods as pets? Really? I know. <laughs> nothing, nothing surprises me anymore, right? I don't either. Like they're like, I'm at a reptile show. I'm like, I would like some isopods. They're like the orange ones or the striped ones. I'm like, wait, there are colors. And they're like, yes, the orange <laughs> ones are cheap. Nobody likes those. I'm like, why? They're like, oh, because they eat shit. Yeah, them. <laughs> like you know, it's like yeah. They're like, you don't you don't want the tiger striped ones? I'm like, I don't care what they look like. It's like, but apparently. People do, and apparently these people really enjoy having these giant colonies of isopods, and then every once in a while when they need to thin the herd, they take a scoop, they pour it in a plastic tub, and they sell us to dummies like us who are like, need bugs, bugs clean. It, whatever. So, wow. Yeah. Um, so I have a bunch of orange isopods, whatever that means, um, and they are going to do a cleanup crew, and I put so- them in a lot of the cages as well. Do you are you going live plants in here or is it just the soil? With- I'm debating that because I'm like I'll do that and then I have a friend who planted and this reminds me of you. He's like I put some plants in my Burmese python's cage. I'm like how'd that go? And it's like it looks great. And he sent me all these pictures and it looks gorgeous. And then yeah. I went over to his house and the berm had just rolled over all of them. <laughs> <laughs> He had like the pots of plants in there. Exactly. Yeah. The berm was a berm. It just, it just crushed all, knocked the pots over, ran the grass into the, like, it, like, you know, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I would like to put potted plants, but I think it would just be a waste of a potted plant. Um, I do want to put a perch in there because right. there's a lot of vertical space that I think isn't being used. They have the bin. Because I, I, I went and I got those tough tote bins at like Lowe's that are like five bucks. And I put a hole okay. in the front of it. And that, that's what I use for all my big snakes and stuff like that. Um, and they have that over on the heat side. So they can actually get on top of it if they want to kind of act like a shelf. Um, uh-huh. And also a lay, a lay box when we get further down the road there. But I kind of wanted to just have something to let them get up higher maybe on the cold side. And I'm kind of trying right. to figure out what I want to do with that. And I keep going back to the same issue of, you know, do you just go grab a branch out of <laughs> the forest and like shave the bark off of it and then use the same sealer you used on the cages on that wood and stick it in there? Or do you go buy some like, snake ghost vine or whatever the hell they call them or cork tube or something else ask, and like, throw in there. Where do you even yeah. find that? Where do you even find that? Like if you wanted to buy that, where would you even go what? to buy that? Online? Which what? Is it a special name? Just like Big Perch? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, there's, there's, uh, 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 this is the rabbit hole that I've been in for the past week and a half. Join me, won't you? Um, so <laughs> it's, it's the first thing I started is that I used to, at the zoo, I used to work for the macaw that we won. One macaw we had was a dick because he would right. chew at one end of the perch until the perch okay. no longer fit into his cage. Right. And then my boss would be like, get rid of it. We can't use it. And it's a really nice piece of wood that's like been shaved and cut and sanded and stuff like that. I'd take it home, cut the end off of it and use it as a perch for the snakes. Right. Um, huh. And the call perches are like 20 bucks each because they're shaved and treated and whatever the hell. 
And it's like, right. that's, that's a little steep. The other stuff they call, the first thing is called ghost wood. And that's like a dried up grape vine or something like that. So it's all kind of like spidery kind of stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at those and that's kind of neat, but also these are big bodied snakes. So I would be like, yeah, it'd be a great thing for them to get on top of. And then it breaks. So I don't know about that one. Um, the other thing would be cork tubes, cork bark, which is great, but then they can get inside the tube and it's more of a hide rather than something to climb up on. And I know what Scott does with the whole um, dowel rod thing. He puts a dowel rod through the tube and then puts the dowel rod, hang, hangs the dowel rod up in the cage. So it's like having a tree branch, but it's like hollow on the inside. Gotcha. Okay. But long, That's a long good cork idea. tubes, it is a great, good idea. It's a great idea. But long cork tubes cost significant. So I'll have to see. That That might be where we end up. Because if I get enough, because uh, the other problem is sometimes cork tubes are split down the middle. And it's more of like huh. a semicircle kind of a deal. With, and right. the snake can get in it. And I think putting that on a dowel rod would just be, they would just wheel all around. If I can get complete tubes of the right size we might go that route but you know it, it the other thing is just artificial you know pvc this that and the other thing i would kind of feel a little down if it was these nice wood cages and then a piece of like white pvc tube going through it i'd be like no it's janky <laughs> yeah. so it's, i don't know um I'll, I'll figure it out i guess i just something else to do because I'm like, I'm done. And then I'm like, I need to put lights in these things and a perch. And I'm like, God, it's not over. <laughs> it's like, it, it never ends. So, um, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. William, William just posted up about how about making your rooms uniform and all that. That's a big it's a thing great idea. It's a lovely yeah. idea. It'll drive you insane because. You'll sit there, and as much as you can try to make sure that everything is black, there'll be one really nice cage that you need to have and need to put an animal in that will be white, and it will really hurt you. So um, I've I've quit. I tried so hard for so long, all the same sizes, all the same lengths, but different animal needs, plus people are... Dude, people give you cages at a certain point. Are you going to refuse them because they don't match your colors? No, that'd be Oof. that'd be stupid. <laughs> like, come on, you know it's yeah. I, <sighs> so th- this is sort of what's held me up from just pull. So right. I, you know, I, I went with AP cages in my cold uh, diamond room, whatever you want to call it. The cold, they're very nice, right? Um, yeah. And I like them, and they fit to what I need, and uh, you know, I'm I'm happy with those. So whatever comes in this room is going to be probably AP white, right? Um, right. The issue I have with AP is that I, I, I for one, I just don't want to wait. You know, I want to yeah. be able to say, uh, you know, I want to buy this. I'm going to get this. Uh, you know, and I want to make it to where. I don't know. I guess I'm just impatient. And I guess some people have said, well, if you know you're going to do it, you know, just think about it ahead of time and blah, blah, blah. And but that's, yeah, but that's I guess that's all well crap. good, but <laughs> yeah, that, but, uh, yeah, that's bull crap because when do we ever think things 
circumstances in life happen very quickly. So yeah. you got to kind of be Johnny on the spot. That's why I always tell people that if you're shopping for a cage, the best thing to do is go to a reptile show and buy the floor model. It's right there. It's ready for you. Pick it up and walk away. Um, right. And that's that's the best thing. There are many cage companies all over the place, and they all come to different shows, and they all advertise, and they're all they all pretty much make them out of the same materials, and they all pretty much have the same length. If you're looking for just a simple four footer, like dude, I I was putting I'm putting the Kribo and the Blue Beauties in four footers. Mm-hmm. I need like four more of them. I'm just gonna start going to Hamburgs and buying every four footer. Like I'm just gonna buy one four footer of Hamburg because it'll be there, and I'll be like, yeah, grab it, go. <laughs> like, right. you know, and that just that's what I'll do, and then eventually I'll get them all. Lucky thing is, is it's the same guy who built all my other cages, so I just have to grab them. You know, right. It's, and then eventually you get there, but you know, if if I get if I go there one time and he's got gray instead of black, I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I it's whatever. But go ahead, you were talking about your stuff. Well, no, I was just saying, like, I mean, that's sort of like my my thing is, I just want to make sure that I'm making the right, um, mm-hmm. you know, the right move and what's going to make me happy aesthetically, I guess, and what's going to work for me as far as the snakes go and all that. So mm-hmm. I think I think my my mission is I'm going to finish my cold room and then mm-hmm. I'll, by, at that point, um, hopefully I have my uh, third room built and I'll be able to see because I've also sure. thought about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other side of the garage. Oh, the, the other side. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. So I've also thought about just putting cages in that room mm-hmm. and still working with racks in the other room. Mm-hmm. Um, that way I have some animals in, in cages and some in racks and I'm able to, you know, sort of have the best of both worlds, if you will. Um, I agree. I mean, um I find that cages are a great place for animals to end up in. Yeah. Uh, Because you imagine having grow up cages, it would just take up so much room. It would be like, you're born in a rack, you grow up in a rack, and then you move to a cage, and that's it. You're in the cage for the rest of your adult life. And I find that a carpet python in a three by two by two is fantastic. Yeah, and that that would be probably the size that I would go. Um, But I, I... I find myself like when I kind of go and I look and I'm looking mm-hmm. at different, uh, you know, cages and stuff, whether it's, I've looked at AP, I've looked at vision, I've looked at, uh, uh, boa, uh, boa file. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Boa file. Yeah. That's you, what Rob you talk about. Yeah. But you want to talk about like late. I mean, like I have friends who ordered a boa file cage for their berm. And by the time it arrived, the berm could use the boa file as a hide box. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it, it it that's just some of these cage companies do get bogged down and you have to like you said think about it. I I, I kind of find the best way to do it is if you're going to deal with a company like those guys um is catch them right before a big show. You know, uh, I've never heard anything wrong about people ordering from Animal Plastics and saying I'm going to pick it up at October Tinley. Yeah, they, Matt's they, on that, right? Exactly. You know, so. so plan around that. You just have to plan accordingly. It's Know what you're getting into. If you're going to go for these cages, know it's going to be a long wait or plan that you're going to have to pick them up someplace at a big show. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I went, I went down a wormhole of uh, like looking at, uh, so, so there's this one 
I'm going to back mm. up for a second so I share this so I don't forget it. But I think I talked about it a little bit on last week's uh, show when we were talking about um, – but uh, anyway, there's this uh, – I'm going to copy the link and let me put it in the chat. Thank your time. It's, it's... And why is this not – there it is. Okay. So um... – this guy, he basically built a, um, a do-it-yourself plywood reptile cage. Um, and see how the white is on the inside? That's why I was asking. Yeah. And I was curious on how he got that. So what he did is he used this pond shield epoxy. Mm-hmm. And I guess it comes in like there's two different cans. And you take a little bit uh, of the one can and you take right. a little bit from the other can. And then he adds some denatured alcohol to it to kind of mm-hmm. thin it out so it's easier to put on there but um, right. he does a really really good job and then he does like this naturalistic setup and it's just freaking amazing it's for a king snake and you know it's it's really really badass to, um, to be honest I was going to go epoxy uh, before uh, Keith told me about the sealer that I used because that was a big concern of mine and that epoxy works it's basically like having a plastic you basically just melt plastic onto the inside of the cage. And that's a right. fantastic idea. Um, yeah. And I, I, and I really like when he was finished, I really like the look of uh, the white on the inside, but the wood yeah. on the outside, you know, it really yeah. kind of looked really sharp. Um, and this guy does, he, he's it, his uh, YouTube page is called Serpa design. Um mm-hmm. If you want to go down a wormhole of like naturalistic builds uh, for cages and stuff, you should Do check that. Out, you know, what I, mean? <laughs> because, I mean, what he does is artwork, man. I mean, it's it's really, 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 really he, nice. Some of the shit that he does. Um, I mean, we've talked about how like I'm, I'm, which I didn't tell you about the other uh, change I've made this week, but we'll we'll get that in a second. Um, um, but. I'm a selfish person because I want to see my snakes. Like I want them in cages so I can like walk through and be like, no, there you all are. And then leave. Right. Like, you know, that's <laughs> like, sure. that's pretty much it. Um, it, it. It's really, really cool to do that. And I think having the more naturalistic is really aesthetically pleasing. You know, it, sure. it, these, these snakes are not in the snake room. They're off to the side. They're in my bar. And I wanted to have them look, different better kind of like because it's not like i can really hide these guys i have people over who don't necessarily like snakes and they just don't go into the snake room well now these guys are kind of just out so i need to make sure it looked nice almost and that was just my own personal thing with it um but having a naturalistic setup is is really really cool and you know i have been really enjoying walking downstairs and seeing uh the Timors and the olives kind of like at daylight kind of just up and about right. and it's cool. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. And really, I mean, that's what it comes down to for me. Um, I kind of like, you know, I want the uh, same thing. I, you know, I want to see my snakes and uh, you know, especially, you know, after seeing, you know, them in the wild and stuff, it's kind of like, oh man, well, I could probably recreate a little piece of that in, 
in my snake room, so to speak. Yeah. I don't know if I would go like Springdales and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, only insane people do that. But yeah, um, I I don't. I just don't know how it would work with you know with carpet pipe. I mean, I guess it could work, but I, I I don't know. I I don't know. It it can. I would say that um. It works best with my colubrids because they always are peeing and pooping and other things like that. Um, right. And my, my one corn snake's cage, his is like roaring. Cause if I don't get to his shed, like the next day they're all over it and it's like cut up into little ribbons. Like, you know, sometimes they can go a little haywire. Um, but it's cool to have that kind of stuff kind of help you out a little bit. Um, it, it, it's going to be one of those things. I feel if we're going to be practical, what I, well, I almost feel like what I should have done is like what we saw at nerd where it's really just one giant cage, but you can section it off depending on what you need. Right. But then right. you have to heat the whole room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Which, yeah, well, in your situation, that's probably hard to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause that's right. It's- yeah, it's right in your bar. I mean, <laughs> you don't want to really be hot eight, bar. Yeah. eighty degrees in your bar. You know what I mean? You know what I will say? It is dangerous. Is that like I'll, I'll, I'll clean all the snakes in the room, and then I'm coming out to do like spot cleaning and water changes on the big guys out in the bar area. I'm like, that was exhausting. I need a drink. Oh, <laughs> like you know, it's like. <laughs> Oh, good. I'm here. I'm going to become an alcoholic is what I'm saying. You need to help me. So it's, <laughs> nice. But no, it, yeah. it's very cool. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think, I think, I think ultimately, you know, just depends on how I'm like, I think I might build one, see how it goes and then <laughs> try to see, go from there. I mean, the building part of it, it's not that hard. I got, I got no. the tool tools and all and all, everything. Um, it's, yeah. I do like the, the very, like I, I can make it how I want, you know, um, I don't have to worry about, you know, if I have yeah. 13 inches and I need to fill 13 inches, I can make the cage 13 inches, 13 inches. Whereas yeah. you're sort of locked into what is it? Basically 12 and 15 is kind of like that. Yeah. And, and I understand they're trying to make the most, uh, efficient, use of the material so they don't want like you know weird pieces of like little yeah, pieces so they're of trying pvc or whatever floating around yeah well they basically have to do is they try to make as many cages out of as many boards as they can and they right. fall into this problem that i do where i made uh it took three boards to make a cage right because of you need a you need a top a bottom and a back and then right. the sides were just part of that mix and I got so many sides out of it. So, you know, like I said, I 10 cages, I bought 30 boards. No, wait. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was, that's just how it went. And that's how I had all that stuff. So you kind of got to deal with it that way. That's why the prices are set the way they are. It's like this cage costs this many boards. So, um, a lot of the companies are really good because they can actually have the things, lasered like you know cnc and all that fun stuff where it's like they're really precise with those kind of things um right i just like like i said get a big box of wood screws um get a bunch of clamps and just you kind of like that first cage was difficult because i kind of didn't know 
how I was doing it and how this didn't work this way or that didn't work that way. But by the second cage, you kind of had a method and then you flew and then you knew you had to put it in this way. You had to go through this corner first because then this corner would go easier and that would do that and all of this stuff. And you just made sure everything was really nice and tight and it came out great. Yeah. Yeah. I saw them. They, they look, they look awesome, man. So thank you for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, the snakes are all in them. I'll post pictures. I'll do that right now. <laughs> I forgot. I the, think the end result cage. <laughs> you know, the other thing that I was trying to do in my in cages was I was trying to see if um, there's a way I could and put in some UV, UV, UV light, um, especially with like the diamonds and the brettles. I was I was curious to see that, but you know, I've been ha- having a hell of a time and trying to figure out. You know how I can make that happen. Um, well, I mean, they have UV fixtures, right? Bulbs? I think. So. That? I, yeah, I think so, but I think. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'll have to do some more research on it to find out well, if. Uh, I'd I'd be really wary about because this is something I used to do with the monitors when I had them. Is that you'd have the P panel going on in there, and the heat panel would do its thing. Then when the bulb would turn on, the the temperature would spike so freaking high because the bulb was on, you know, the panel would not do anything. And then it's like, all right, well, what the hell are we doing with the panel anyway then? It, it, it just, you know, adding – or I think also I did that with the rough scales is I put tiny lights in their cages, like little – like bar, like fluorescent bar lights. Uh-huh. And their cages got so damn hot it was ridiculous. So just because of that – one bar light. Um, so that's why I really kind of wanted to do the just straight up LED. I want to do something that isn't going to get hot or affect anything. And so I don't really want a giant bar light in there. I just want a couple little things that just admit light, you know, I've seen some, like I, I, I've, I've researched some and they, there are some out there that they don't really get hot. hot. Okay. Know, uh, but they, they, they do give off uh, a decent amount of, of UV light. You know, I, I, again, I, I, I would just think I would, my head tells me, common mm-hmm. sense tells me that, you know, like, especially like diamond pythons in particular, because they're baskers yep. that yep. they would benefit from UV light. I know? can't wait to get, like the the Timors are in the top cages that get the most sunlight right now. The uh-huh. second my black face white lip get big enough, those fuckers are being evicted. <laughs> like you know that is <laughs> <laughs> those are the black those are the black white lip cages. Like that you don't understand. I'm banking money on that. That is going to be important to them. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would think so. Unfortunately, I'm sitting here now, and I'm like. All right, well, cool. Golds are done. Retics have cages waiting. Uh, olives are done. Teamers are done. Shit, the black white lips. It's like, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, <laughs> they're they're still young. We have time. It's like, you know, it's, yeah. I'm sitting here I'm like, might be screwed later. It's like, you know, I might be I might be building two or three more of these. That's the problem is that, you know, it's you know, just got to keep doing other stuff. Um but there are ways to think you could do it. And I think having 
a UV light could be very important to those guys. Um, you have your diamonds, though. You have a window in your room in your office, right? I do, but I don't think UV is getting through that no, window. No, or, no, it's not, yeah. not going to do I that. I mean, the light is, so the light cycle is there. Just know? put just put a UV spotlight bulb that turns on when the sun comes up. They're like, oh, sun, and then the UV light just hits them. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, that's you the other thing. You can get a nice face tan. You know, you just I sit saw... there and kind of. <laughs> I saw on, um, I think it's Reptile Basics, I saw it. And basically, what you can buy is mm. you can buy the, uh, the, the bulb. I don't know what you would call it. The thing you screw the bulb into. What would you call that? Socket. Uh, it's called the socket. I know, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's only. That well, yeah, I guess it is just the socket part. I, I thought it had a special name <laughs> because it's not with you know how it has like you know if you were buying it for a house, it's going to have like the fixture itself. Yeah, this is just the socket. Yeah, they have them in like, like electrical. Like, are we talking like just the socket, like a little ceramic thingy? No, 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 no. That's, no, that's no. What I'm saying. Okay, it's missing, it's missing that. Okay, so because right. I didn't want that ceramic thingy. Um, I'm going to see if I can uh, pull it up on uh, Reptile <laughs> Basics. <laughs> a socket. This is, this, is, this has gone downhill so quickly. Um, yes. <laughs> Clearly, we I should not say, be building cages. Dear God, or... <laughs> no, um, or anything. Yeah. We shouldn't be trusted on our own. Um, I will say that I also went on Amazon. I'm like, well, I have to figure out to get cage locks. And they have the big ones that you see at like every reptile for sliding glass door. It's like the thick ones or whatever. I bought these tiny little thin ones. I'm like, it's locked. They ain't getting out. It's like, you know, it's not it's whatever here. It's not, it doesn't need to be huge. It's, it's not a bank vault. So yeah. Right. And then the other part that I was going to, was going to do is, so mm. there's, there's two pieces to this. Um, I'm going to post them over here real quick. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Um, desktop. Okay, so this is the, as Owen calls it, the socket part. <laughs> yeah, and, I'm I'm clearly an electrician. Please trust yeah. me. Yeah. And this would be the cage part. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen the picture yet, but I think I know what you're talking about. See yes. I mean? So you screw yes. that that socket yes. to the top. Yes. They call it a yes. lamp holder pro. And uh, then you put the light in, and then you just add that 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 cage. Well, and Forrest did a video of going through his monitor cages, and he has all these different lights that are set up, and all these different ways for these lights to kind of be in the cage, but not really in the cage, and pointed at the animal, but safe distance and kind of protected. And he did a really good job of that stuff. And he had a bunch of these things kind of going on along with the. Uh, those corner caps for cages for spotlights and stuff like that. So yeah, I like these. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would be, uh, so the problem is, is that with Mm -hmm. the diamond Python cages, that's so close because the height of those cages are only 12 inches where I probably would need something a little higher. You know, unless I did it like yeah. sideways, sideways or something like that, but well, you could, you but know, you like know, coming from the side, but then they're not really going to be bad because the heat's going to be shooting at to 
right the, the other the, the other side of the cage, yeah. right? Yeah, so. it's I get what you're saying. Where it's like now when you now we've hit back to the basic argument that we've had all show, build or buy, and it's like well if you build the cage and you're designing your diamond python cages, you can give them those extra couple inches that you think they need of height. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Because they, I mean Damn. they do use they do use the uh, so right now I'm using radiant heat panels in those cages yep. and they do use those um, and uh, but I I still need some light so I mean event, uh, earlier my option was going to be using what I posted from Zach's video as far as right. lighting in there just to have lighting in there it's not really the UV thing of it but. Um, you know, just to give them a, a nice light cycle or whatever. Then I thought, you know, maybe I'll get like uh, the tubes, like the ones that Josh did put, Josh had posted over in the chat, mm-hmm. um, which I thought were, were a good, good idea as well. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. I don't know it's, I'm going to go. My thing is I want to get them all. I want to get all the things because people are like, oh, you can do things where you don't have to plug them in. I'm like, no, I just, I want to be able to have them all plugged in, all wired to a timer where it's like, even if I'm not there on the day, the light turns on, light turns off. And that's all I want. So um, it might take a little bit of time and kind of redoing, but I'll definitely put perching and lights in these cages. So, you know, that's the other thing that, that I was looking at. I think I was talking to Riley. I think he was talking Mm. to me about it, but you know, I got tons of trees in my backyard and, you know, uh, you feel like I'm some of them should fine. die. I'm on my, I'm well, on my way, buddy. <laughs> some of them are, some of them are dying, man. And they're like, I have all these nice, you know, branches and stuff that I could put in. I, especially, you know, diamond pythons again have been shown to be, uh, somewhat arboreal. And I think even just carpets in general are semi arboreal and would utilize right. that. But, um, you know, especially if they wanted to get closer to that heat, you know, they would have that opportunity, uh, and that, you know, I would set it up that way. Um, but, uh, treating that before it would come into the cage. Now I know I've talked to some people and they say they don't, they just like wash it off. Chuck it in. Yeah. Make sure it's cool. (laughs) Other people Um, cook it in the oven. You know, but th- these are like big pieces of, of. Yeah, putting wood in the oven kind of is weird for me because I'm like, that's how fires start, right? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> that's it's not good, cook. right? Yeah. I, uh, oh, and fire bad. It's like, you know, um, but from what I've heard, if you wait till a really hot day and you put it in a black trash bag and stick it on the, you know, driveway, it'll get to 100 something degrees inside there. And kill everything in there. So that's not a bad idea. Um, yeah, I mean, I figured spraying with some kind of like, you know, you know, yeah, there you go, spraying it with that kind of stuff or isopropyl or whatever that is. Um, um, yeah, like I've preventamited a stick before. I mean, you know, it's it is what it is. Um, I was thinking what about is, getting uh, the wood. What and, is isopropyl? Uh, what is that? Kills everything. <laughs> so, oh really? Um, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like I've, like I said, I've prevented my to stick before, and then I bleached it out, and then I let it dry in a black trash bag on my driveway, and then stuck it in a cage, um, and still got little bugs or mites or whatever the hell crawling out of it. Um, they don't do anything to, 
uh, the snake. It's just kind of there. It's not like we're talking about reptile mites. Um, yeah, it's rubbing alcohol. Yeah, it's rubbing alcohol. Um, oh, isopropyl. Yeah. Oh, God. You can use hand sanitizer too, but it's a lot of hand sanitizer. But um, gotcha. the uh, what the hell was I going to say? I've also thought about just getting the wood, and I'm going to use the same sealer on it because then it's just I don't want them to do anything. I don't want the wood to degrade either or the stick. So right. I was thinking about more permanent fixtures. But you know, I know people who've just shoved giant branches that they found outside in there. Snake crawls all over it, and then they eventually either chuck it out or just stays there. You know, yeah, maybe I'll go to the trash bag route and spray some alcohol yeah. on it. I said hand sanitizer, <laughs> baby oil. <laughs> Either one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. So. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'll give it a. I see what happens. Um, it's been sitting in the yard for since Carpet Fest. It kind of fell down. <laughs> it's just sitting there. <laughs> Riley did was it saying fall down or did somebody help it fall down? I mean, like, you know, was Buddy no, Buscemi trying helped. to burn something? Oh. No, I helped it fall down. Um, okay. But uh, he said that he used to spray it with bleach, like a, a mm. dilute bleach, uh, diluted bleach solution and uh, let it sit and then yeah. clean it off. So it's The thing is, like, I want a big branch and I don't want – I want it to have, like, kind of like some – forking because i want to be able to go like a few places where i can anchor it down um and like i don't want like a straight stick like i don't want i, I don't want a chondro perch okay i don't want a tube right. across the cage i want something that's kind of damn cool. chondro so, boring damn chondros <laughs> they sit on their bamboo stick i'm sorry we're getting off topic yeah. So, yeah. um but yeah i was uh that's what i'm kind of been looking for sticks so like, are boring stupid boring i mean it, Sorry, sorry, yeah. damn coat hanger. Um, but it's, um, um, where was I? Anyway, so, yeah. see, I'm walking with so the you dogs. Don't want so I'm like, thick. Right. I don't. And here's my here's my thinking, and it's so stupid. I'm like, I'm walking with the dog. I'm like, if I find a stick or a branch, I'm gonna bring it home with me. I'm like, thank God I didn't find anything because I'd be walking home with a freaking tree and like dragging <laughs> it behind me. Cops are like, what are you doing? Bring it home from my snakes. Like, thank God I didn't find anything that I thought was appealing. No, but you know, funny. but I passed a bunch of, um, I guess somebody here planted bamboo at one point and it spread to the park nearby that borders a bunch of people's houses because there's right. a part of the park that has a bunch of bamboo in it. And I'm always, and I'm, I was there going like, well, I could always just throw a bunch of bamboo in there. But then I'm like, no, those are chondro perches. So yeah, it's very, it's hard, dude. <laughs> so. Yeah. I got tons of branches and shit. So if you need some, there's just plenty come by your house and raid your yard. I'll wait for one of those days when, like, you know, Matt is swimming and then I'm raiding your yard and you come home. And you're right. like, what is happening? So it's like, <laughs> is there another carpet fest? <laughs> there another carpet fest that I missed? <laughs> it's like, yeah. God damn. Yeah. Um. So I know I want to get this in before we uh, before we close out, but I had a a reminder pop up on my. <clears throat> Evernote today. Can you imagine um, what that is for? 
I do know, only because it says so right here in front of me. What? <laughs> it's the 2020 NPR calendar contest. Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So we're starting early this year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because we keep screwing it up. I mean, yeah. yes. So. Um, so we're going to get it going by, we're going to have it up um, starting on the 4th. Uh, okay. We'll have it up the 4th of July. Um, it's going to be over in the pick of the week like we did. Um, now, shall we do? Yes. Uh, Come on. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm, well we, we decided last year that right. the last month of the year will be a category depending on each year. Because – yeah. We we used to just have it just be miscellaneous reptiles, but you guys kept killing us with these gorgeous animals that we couldn't compare to other gorgeous animals. It's like here's a hawk billed sea turtle that I took pictures of on a <laughs> Right. Damn it. It's like what do we do with this? So we're trying to figure out a category for it to fit in. So this year's category will be something and then next year we'll have a different category. So yeah. What's this year's category? I don't know. Is that what you're asking you me? I don't thing. know either. You're mm. the uh, you're the you're the Collierbred. Uh, <laughs> Shall we go Collierbred? Venomous? What are you thinking? Well, we had a rattlesnake in this year's. Yeah. That's I mean, we true. could do venomous. <sighs> Wild. Mm. Do you want to? I do love wild. Let's do that. Let's do the last one of this year is a wild photograph reptile. Okay. No, no retics. That'll be next year. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, you. Wait till Owen has no. some size on him. Yeah, come on. I have to wait. Oh, no. Then I won't be able to participate. Damn it. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll say this year it'll be the normal Morelia stuff and then... Uh, the last month of the year, which would be December, will be um, wild anim- wild photographed animals, so wild reptiles that you've taken a picture of. Should we do it from a specific? Uh, I don't want to pigeonhole it. I don't want to pigeonhole it too much because I'm not sure like, if we have that many herpers out well, there. <laughs> I was going to say, should we do North American snakes? No, I want to just say wild well, because I want to see. I want to see what people can get us. Oh, um, we're going to be in the same spot we were last year. No, but we'll be preparing <laughs> wild animals. <laughs> It'll because be fine. If somebody, if somebody sends a picture of Morelia imbricata and somebody sends a picture of a uh, corn snake, sorry, corn snake, you yeah, lose. Get out of here, corn snake. You know why. <laughs> get out of here, corn snake. But it's like uh, just I think we do with the wild ones because then I'm I'm kind of hoping we'll get a good variety, some really cool stuff. Um, whether it be North America, South America, Africa, Australia, Indonesia. There's a guy I know who went to Komodo who should really submit some freaking pictures. Hint, uh. nudge, kind of, maybe. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> Zach. <laughs> so um, uh, that would be kind of cool, I think, to see. So let's just stick with that. Okay. I know okay. I know. there's talk, I think. I, I, I don't talk. know. And Who's talking? This could be – it probably would be a good selling calendar, but I think most of the winners would be from Australia. But if we did a Morelia <laughs> where it was 100% um, 
<laughs> he has one lined up. Woohoo! <laughs> right on. My day has come. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Exact <laughs> style. I like it. All right. Well, anyway, so what what would it be? Just all no morph, nothing but. No, like uh, look, no? like wild uh, wild Morelia. How the hell would we participate? We You're exactly correct. We'd have to have the entire thing out of Australia. That would not go well. <laughs> so it um, would go well for right. Australia. It would do. It, it would be a very nice selling. But it calendar. would be a cool calendar. It would be a great yeah, calendar, yeah. but nobody here would be happy. Of course, we can't make anybody happy anyway. There's always something wrong. So we might as well just accept it. Um, right. Yes, exactly. There are wild. <laughs> Quiet. We Shut up. That. Shut up. We don't talk about that here. We don't talk about the wild Morelia in Orlando. We don't talk about the <laughs> the the other guy. <laughs> and mm. we don't talk about that. <laughs> we are not no, we're not getting all lazy act. Stop show. it. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit, man. What are you Go trying back to, to do? Fort City Python. Get out of here. Ooh. So, yeah. Oh, I shots said it. fired. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. I have bone to pick with them anyway. Damn, Ryan. Uh-oh. <laughs> Battle of the podcast? Is that what we're doing? No, no, no. No, no they oh, have far okay. too much dirt on me. I need to be good. So, uh, clearly. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no. Fair enough. Um, all right. So, yeah, the calendar contest will be uh, kicking in July 4th, and it will be over there on the pick of the week. So, basically, what you have to do. Now, this time, I swear to God, we have not I, – I, if you post up a pick – and it's in a tub. I'm deleting it. I don't care what it is. I don't care I don't what it care is. It how could be gorgeous. The steak is, it's, it's not. You stand no Get chance. Get out of the damn tub. <laughs> because how many times have we said that? It's such Several. a pushover. We said that, I hate you right? So much. And then somebody yeah. will send the most awesome-looking snake. And it's, it's always freaking tub. I'm like, oh, I think it's a always bitch. a reduced pattern diamond python or something like that. We're like, why? Just yeah. Yeah. All right. No, Greg. Greg did a good job. He put his out. Greg did a good job. Uh, yeah. on a, no, on a, on no tub, no tub picture. Okay. I'm not putting it. It has to be calendar worthy. You know. Yes. Like calendar worthy. Think of nice. Riley's picture of his bread lie. Think of, uh, uh you know, um, who else does really like? I'm thinking look of at Carlos. Look the calendar that you have. If you have the calendar, <laughs> yeah. look at those pictures. If right. you're not doing one of those. <laughs> So, and obviously, guys, make sure it is a, you know, high resolution picture. Um, yeah. It's an appropriate size, you know, taking it off, like the animal is in focus. I mean, that's the other thing is that killed me is that because uh, we'll go through them and we'll pick the top 10 and then I'll submit that to the judges. And it's really hard because it's like these things are gorgeous. And then I start comparing and it's like, well, this one's out of focus. Bye. Like that's something that can hurt you too. So right. got to make sure it's in focus, good color, good lighting, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, put some effort into it. Picture of snakes hatching out of the eggs. That cool gets shot. Eric every time, every time. Yep. If it's a mother on eggs with babies pipping through the coils, like Eric automatically fast tracks it to like the top. It's well, 
A perfect example is the first yep. thing we talked about at the beginning of the show, the rough scale oh, python thing. coming out of the yet. <clears throat> that is a perfect that's, that's picture. A, that's that's, for that's a, a problem because it's you and me. Like that that's that's evil. Yeah. 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 That is a cool shot. That is good. That is Oh, even good. that one shot was what, what was the the picture that um Brett did this year of him holding the egg with the baby yeah. coming out? Yep. Very yeah. cool. Mhm. <laughs> cool stuff. So, yeah. so calendar so, competition. And, and we will although we will not be at Tinley Park this year. No. Nope. Um we'll uh, send unfortunately. Them. Yeah, we could send them. I'm sure. Oh, we'll we'll just you know, we'll just drop off a big box at Matt's and say sell these. Right. You know. Him and Keith got it. Yeah, they're both right. going. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Well, Keith's going to make us look bad because we're like, we can't go because we're going to Australia and then Keith McPeak's going to go, you know. Well, Thanks, it's not Keith. that I'm going to Australia. I just can't get the time off of work. That's all. Yeah, that's the other problem. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I don't we'll work with my dad, so, you know. <sighs> <laughs> Maybe you could. Oh, I can't. I can't. I, oh, no, don't you try covering up this. Uh, <laughs> no. Anyway. I'll deal with this later, but um, <laughs> the uh, we'll definitely have them for Tinley. It's the whole point. We're doing it early, uh, so we'll start July fourth. When are we going to close it out? You want to give it like a month, or you want to give it a couple weeks, or no, nah, a month is good. I think. All right, so like we'll close it out. Yeah, we'll close it out August fourth, and then we'll have the show to announce the winners. Um, the winners get a free calendar. Uh, we'll send that out to you, no matter where you are. You can enter. Uh, as many animals as you want. What we ask is that you don't enter the same animal a million times. Right. Like I understand if you think that this animal is cool, we ask you to go through the pictures and maybe submit the best one that you think. Now, if you have the same animal in like a different location, that's cool. You can right. submit that same animal twice, but we want to get past the conjure guys who are submitting us the same chondro sitting on a stick from every different angle. Like if they put like the speed <laughs> shutter on and then spun around it, it's like, right. you got it. Okay. So you got to go through, you got to pick. I know it's hard to pick, but entering the same animal on the same stick a million times does not help your chances at all. So, you know, find the best one you think is it, and then submit that one. Um, but yeah, you can, you can enter in every category if you want. Um, I would say that uh, the Papuan carpet keeps getting like I think Carlos like owns that whole thing because he does great pictures of his Papuans and uh, um, I would love to see somebody kind of submit a little bit more with that. I know Bolins is another one where I don't see a lot of people enter into that one. Um, I've seen more in rough scale, which is cool. Yeah, we're on so, the point where we're going to take Bolins out of it, man. I mean, yeah. Well, we did that one year, and then the Bullens people got mad. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, we can never win. This is this is what happens. We can never win. <laughs> so it's instead we have to just beg and plead and hope to God that. And that's the thing is like the Bullens guys, they will submit the same pictures every year, and like maybe we'll get one new one. We'll be like, all right, that one. Like it's if you got a Bullens out there, just stick it outside, take a picture. Jesus Christ, you might get it. So wow. it's, <laughs> yeah. It's not that hard, yeah. right? <laughs> I guess first you have we're to have very... uh, Bolins. 
Bowling's, yeah, very <laughs> easily that's, pleased. That's probably part of uh, part of why it's the same group of people always putting well, it in. It's not like uh, everybody's got some Bowling's lying around. Well, you know, Keith, go put yours in a tree and take a picture. Done. So you know, right? It's all we ask. Uh, okay. Wow, yeah. something weird just popped up on my feed. This How guy about- was there. This guy was dared to eat a gecko at a party, and he died 10 days later? Well, let's discuss that on the show. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, why would you... You shouldn't eat them. It's like, okay. Yes. How about that? It's a weird couple weeks for reptile news in general. I mean, finding out that they're... Well, wild carpets in Florida, that was an issue. Um, God damn it. Pens- I told you not to sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The uh, things down in the, the things, the, you know that, what, down that, in you know which. Out of the bag where, now. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. Um, and then the uh, uh, the cobra loose on somebody's front porch in Pennsylvania. Oh, I missed that story. You did? How'd you miss oh, that one? Hamburg strikes oh. again, huh? Oh, come on. That's what I sent you. That's what I told you. Oh, wait. Yeah, I did. I do remember. Yeah, you don't that. listen. Okay. You don't yeah, I got it. I send you throughout the day. No, I, I remember now. I, I got it. I do them so lovingly, too. I didn't I didn't realize that was in Pennsylvania. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, that dude. That was – Um, do you remember uh, how uh, my friend and my old boss went and helped out with that apartment with a bunch of rattlers and cobras and stuff? Really? No. Yes, same same uh town. Oh boy. So they're they're trying to connect the dots of whether this was one that got was away. not accounted for or got loose. Yeah. So Oh, the old lady killed some grandmother kills And I'm like, Well, you know, I kind of agree that she should you know that that was an animal that did not need to be outside running around, but you never want to approach a venomous. <laughs> like that's yeah. when you do get bit. Okay, so always please wait for the proper authorities. But yeah, welcome to Pennsylvania, and that's how that's how laws get made that end up taking away the stuff. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and now and now this dude ate a gecko. So um, Morelia is going to get a law against it. Venomous is going to get a law against it, and then eating live geckos is going to get a law against it. And then what? What? The, what does the hobby become when I can't find a cave gecko and go just pop it in my mouth? I mean, you know, damn it. Yeah. Not my cup of tea, but um, no. So don't eat geckos. So don't when eat we're geckos. in Australia, Owen, don't don't like get any you know crazy can I, ideas. Can I, can I lick the toads? I mean, like I was told, I'm allowed to lick the toads. Yeah, you could do that. Hmm. Just make sure you got uh, a copy of. Uh, let's see, what would that? What would be the? I think you should listen to "Tomorrow Never Knows" by the Beatles. That's my go-to. Uh, <laughs> tripping just, your balls off. <laughs> I'm tripping my balls off. You'll help me uh, figure out what kind of music I should have. Yes, I will play Good. the appropriate soundtrack for you as Thank you trip you. your that's, balls off. That's, that's like, they die from <laughs> frog toxin. Yeah. <laughs> Relax your mind and float downstream. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. God. Well, we've anyway. ran it enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Yeah, we talked about cages. Uh, hopefully, uh, it will put you in the. Uh, I didn't really talk about it too much. Owen did all the talking because he just Sorry. built them. So, no, yeah. that's good because you just built it. But, you went through the experience and. Uh, and and it, it, I feel like with cages, it falls back on everything that we've said since the beginning of time. There are so many ways to skin this cat. Figure out what works best for you. Buy the cages, buy the racks, build the cages, build the racks. Does it work for you? Are you happy with it? Cool. Do it. Have fun. Bye. Like that's right. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. all we can tell you. Yeah. Think about what your your what your what you're keeping. Uh, find mm-hmm. out what those parameters are, and you know, uh, build them. around that. Yeah. yeah. And and here's the thing: like if you're not breeding mm-hmm. or you don't have a big collection or whatever. There's nothing that says that a carpet can't be in a six foot cage just because everybody keeps them in a three foot cage. I mean, nope. there's no law, no law against going bigger. You know, you can always go bigger. Um, yeah. So, just food for thought with that. You know, I know that there's standard sizes that most of us keep them in. Um, you know, usually it's a three foot, four foot. You know, that kind of size. Six foot for big ones like bread lie and stuff like that. Uh, right. But some people keep them in four footers. Yours are four footers, right? They they seem Mine perfectly fine. Yep. Yeah. Mine are four by eighteen. Um, right. Height. So yeah, I have a little bit more height on some of my, but yeah, I, I right. I've kept. And the problem is, I'm keeping carpets more and more towards the Eric Burke size, and I find the three foot <laughs> cages are fine for them. Hobbit size, nice. Yeah, Hobbit sized carpets. Yeah. yeah. Right. I bunzai them. <laughs> <laughs> Just in strict tie them down. Oh, it's so yeah. horrible. <laughs> so, um. Um, but yeah, so, you know, and if you do uh, happen to build cages or have some tips or anything that you could share, feel free to uh, to share it on uh, Pick of the Week or on our Facebook page or whatever. Or send it over and we'll mention it on the show. Uh, info at MarayPythonRadio.com. Yeah. Um, but, uh, all right. Anything else you want to hit on before we um, jump off? I would say that if you're going to just build the cages, you know, take your time and be creative. I mean, like, you know, dude, I was thinking about those vent covers and I just started Googling and I found those things for the battery packs and they work great. Um, and then the tracks I already knew about. And then, I was worried about where I was going to go to get glass and I started quoting out all the glass companies near me. And I found one that's very reasonable about 10 minutes away. So do your research. Don't take the first one price wise and uh, clamps are your friends. That's what I would say. So (laughs) (laughs) nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, All right. And next week, I think we're talking I think next week is rough scale pythons <laughs> with uh, a whole episode. Mr. Yeah. With Mr. Brett Bender. Is it my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a belated birthday present for you. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, uh, um, so yeah, I think uh seven, nine is uh yeah, we should be good. So we're going to be talking about that. We're probably hit on some Angolan Python talk too, but um, we're going to talk about breeding, uh, keeping, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, uh, yeah, should be good stuff. 
um, soon. Getting getting babies going, all that stuff. Ugh, you'll you'll need it this season, man. Knowing. That's what I was thinking about you. And then the week after that, we have uh, 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 what's his name coming on? Randall. He'll be coming on. Um, oh, nice. to chat with us about uh, old time uh, history <laughs> of permaculture. My favorite awesome. thing. I like to geek out about and hear some of those crazy right. stories and. I love it stuff. So. Yeah, you know he'll be telling us about when uh, you know you you had to send a self-addressed stamped envelope to uh, <laughs> to get the to, to get the, the reptile oh, in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So um, yeah, we're all talking cool. about lighting in cages, and that was the only option they had was a light bulb in a cage. Right. You know, uh, God, we're spoiled. Anyway. So yeah, he'll be on here, um, and uh, yeah, he sent us his bio and everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so awesome. he's, he's done a lot, so it should be cool. And uh, yeah, and then we have some other cool guests lined up uh, after that, but uh, it's not definitive yet. So good stuff. Uh, cool. So I guess with that. Um, Everybody should go get their cameras ready and start taking cool pictures because we're Correct. live on the 4th. Go do that now. I don't care if it's 11 o'clock yeah. at night. <laughs> so and I will post a link. I'll put it on the website. I'll post a link over on the uh, Facebook page. But you have to go to the pick of the week. <laughs> if you are not a member of not the pick there, of the week, yeah. you need to go join the pick of the week. And – Here's another little service announcement for everybody Uh-oh. out there. <laughs> I know I'm cranky today, man. Yeah, uh, no, that's that's no, that's your soapbox tone. This is like, here we go, kids. Well, so. to join a Facebook group, they they asked you, we asked two questions: name <laughs> a, a species of Morelia, right? And why do you want to be in the group? It's, yeah, it's pretty simple. It is. You know, I. People don't answer the question. You don't get oh, in. If they don't, it's just that yeah, if you don't answer, you don't get in. We're trying to cut down on are. people selling Ray-Ban sunglasses and spam. Just answer the damn, damn. question. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's like, oh, shit. I, I've never joined a group that asked me questions and I didn't answer the goddamn questions and then sent, like, why am I getting approved for this group? I don't understand. Because you didn't really, answer dude? the question. Yeah, and- Jesus Christ. <laughs> God. Anyway, <laughs> I, love, I love Mad Eric. <laughs> so fun. Yeah, he only comes out every once in a while. I know he was out. great every time. <laughs> so. Oh my goodness! So please just answer the questions. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to get in the group. You have to answer the questions. If you want to get in the calendar, here's a little extra thing that you're going to have to do. I'm sorry. It's going to take you literally two <laughs> seconds to do. Answer the questions or you won't get in the group. If you post it over on a Facebook page, those pictures aren't going to count. It so doesn't count. If you them, email them yes. to us, it doesn't count. You have to go Morelia over there. pick <laughs> of the week. That's it. <laughs> 
And I hear the little lady, the little English lady in my ear telling me that the show is over. So the show is over. The show is over. It's time now. She probably sees that my, my blood pressure is going up. She's like, no, Eric, no. You must end now. Uh, <laughs> Just pull the plug on us. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Morelia Pick of the Week. MoreliaPythonRadio.com. Uh, and uh, our email is info at Morelia Python Radio if you want to get in touch with us for whatever. Uh, ebmorelia.com is me. You can check me out on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. All ebmorelia. That's all I got. Cool. Uh, rogue-reptiles.com. Check that out. Uh, pictures of babies for sale will be up this weekend because I have nothing else to do. Finally. <laughs> so <laughs> um, check that stuff out there. Um, the 2019 coastals should be up soon. They're all eating except for one and fuck him. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, keep an, keep an eye out for those. Uh, other than that, that's all I have. That's all Eric has. So we'll say thank you all for listening and we'll catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python radio. Good night. <laughs>